This is I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. Amen. We're going to be coming out of 1 Corinthians 6 and 18. I'm reading from the Amplified Version of the Bible. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're coming out of 1 Corinthians, the 6th chapter and the 18th verse. I'm reading from the Amplified Version of the Bible. It's a thought-for-thought translation. Amen. Glory to God. The King James is a word-for-word translation, but we don't speak in a King James English anymore. Hallelujah. So sometimes for our modern understandings, amen, God has me to go to the Amplified Version of the Bible. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let me set this up for us. Amen. Um, Paul, he is talking to the church at Corinth. Now, Corinth, as some of you may remember, amen, me saying before, was a combination of New York, Las Vegas, and L.A. Hallelujah. Uh, a metropolis, amen, that had a lot of moral issues, amen, hallelujah, glory to God. It's not me downing these three uh, cities, amen, hallelujah, but they do have their challenges like most any city, hallelujah, but being a major metropolis, amen, major area, Corinth, amen, had these issues, amen, and Paul and the book of Corinthians is, is, is answering a lot of questions that had been presented to him by uh, the, cor- the church at Corinth. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. With that understanding, amen, let's jump into the word here. Amen. Hallelujah. There's some strong themes in here. Amen. So I'm not trying to offend anybody. Amen. I'm just trying to carry out what God has placed before me. All right. So it says, run away from sexual immorality. I've had young men come to me, well, you know, you know, Brother Robert, you know, Pastor, you know, how do you deal with this sexual thing? My answer is, run! When we're having issues in our flesh, and these people were having issues in their flesh, amen, hallelujah. In particular, there was one individual that was sleeping with his father's uh, new wife that was not his mother, hallelujah. They had some issues, and we as human beings, even as Christians from time to time, have trouble in our flesh with our passions, and our drives, amen. But he says, run away from sexual immorality in any form, whether thought or behavior, whether visual or written. Every other sin that a man commits is outside the body. Somebody say the body. But the one who is sexually immoral sins against his own body. Next slide, please. Verse 19. Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? who is within you, hallelujah, glory, your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is within you, whom you have received as a gift from God, and that you are not your own property, oh my God, hallelujah, please don't throw the tomatoes at me, hallelujah, we're not our own. This is a tough, tough thing to realize as Christians that we are not our own. We were paid for with the price. The price was the blood of Jesus Christ at the cross. Amen. Next slide, please. Hallelujah. You were bought with a price. You were actually purchased with the precious blood of Jesus and made his own. So then honor and glorify God with your body. This word glorify is doxazo. It means honor or esteem. God with your 
body, amen. He was dealing with, a particular, with uh, situations that were going on, amen, at the uh, church at Corinth, amen, hallelujah. I talk about the particular situation, hallelujah, glory to God. He had to deal with that as well, amen, glory to God. But he was, when Paul corrected, amen, he always pointed the people to their identity in Christ. So what is our identity in Christ? Next slide, please. We are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Our identity in Christ is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And even for those of us that know that already, amen, I really wanted to sink in that we are the temple of the Holy Ghost, that we're just not just anybody just walking around, amen, hallelujah, but that we have the Spirit of the Lord, those of us that are believers, living inside of us. Somebody say hallelujah. Amen. Won't you join me as I pray that God would have his way in this message today. Amen. Father God, I come before you in the name of Jesus, and we come before you, Lord God, needing a word from you. And this task you've given me is far, far too great for me. You are the preacher, and you are the teacher. Preach today. Teach today like never before, Father God. Unveil your word, your truth to your people. Nourish your people today, hallelujah, that they might be filled to overflowing, Lord God. I decrease that you might increase in me today. Have your way in this service and during this message. In Jesus' name, I pray. Somebody help me by saying amen. Hallelujah. Temple of the Holy Ghost. Let's jump into it. Amen. Next slide, please. What is the significance or the importance of the temple? Why is the temple so important? We're, we're referred to by Paul as the temple of the Holy Spirit, but what is the significance of the temple? Let me start right here. Now, the temple was the central place of worship for the Israelites in the Old Testament. Amen. Hallelujah. So for them, hallelujah, they felt like the place to worship God was in a the, the 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 place to worship God was in a particular place. Amen. And that would be the temple. Amen. Hallelujah. So when they were carried away to Babylon, they would also they would often face hallelujah the, the direction that faced the temple, even though they were miles and miles away. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So for the ancient Hebrew mind, amen, the writers of the Bible, the Hebrews, amen, they're Jews, amen, hallelujah, their thought of a temple was a particular place that was in the part of Israel called Judah, amen, hallelujah, in Jerusalem, amen, glory to God, hallelujah, but what is the significance of the temple, amen, next slide, please, hallelujah, temple in its root Greek word, uh, naos, it's, it means a shrine, a shrine is a place regarded as holy because of its association with divinity. So the temple was holy because of its association with God. Hallelujah. We know that the Ark of the Covenant, which represented the presence of God, or more specifically, the presence of Christ. I don't have time to explain that today. Hallelujah. Dwelled inside the temple. Amen. Specifically, the Holy of Holies. That part of the temple where God himself resides. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, that's what the temple is. A sanctuary, the sanctuary is the innermost recess or holiest part of the temple or church. Amen. It's the holiest part of the building. Amen. Hallelujah. 
glory to God. It's a divine dwelling place, the place of divine manifestation where God shows up. We're talking about the temple. Hallelujah. Refers to the sanctuary, uh, the Jewish temple proper, i.e. with just its two inner compartments or rooms. Let's talk about the holy place and the most holy place to inhabit metaphorically, as Paul was using it, of a company of Christians, a Christian church as dwelt in by the spirit of God, the bodies of Christians. Amen. Hallelujah. In other words, Paul was saying that your body is the place that God dwells. It is a holy place. We saw it symbolized in the physical temple, hallelujah, in the Old Testament. Now, today, as Christians, amen, in the new covenant, amen, our body is a holy place. It is the place that the Holy Spirit or the Spirit of God lives inside. When we walk around each day as believers in Christ, we carry a measure of the Spirit of Christ inside of us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And we bring the righteousness that, 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 uh, that Jesus gifted unto us. Amen. Hallelujah. When he exchanged places with us at the cross everywhere we go. Now, we know that our lives are a process of sanctification. Amen. So our outward behavior. Amen is not quite measured up to our legal position in God, the position or the right standing of righteousness. Hallelujah. So we're a work in progress. Amen. Glory to God. But our, 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 st our, st our stand in God is that of the temple of the Holy Spirit. Amen. A place of holiness. Hallelujah. Not because we earned it, because Jesus earned it at the cross. Hallelujah. That's the significance of the temple. So if I can just back up a little bit. Amen. So as we go from Old Testament to New Testament, the temple is no longer a building in Jerusalem that was destroyed in 70 A.D. It's no longer there. Now is the Temple Mount. Hallelujah. Matter of fact, it's the building is a place where uh, people of Islam worship now. So the physical building is no longer there. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The temple is now the people of God, the church, the body of Christ, both individually and corporately, is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Lastly, I was talking about the book of Revelation, amen, and the tribulation period. And so when we're raptured, amen, the Holy Spirit, amen, won't be here anymore. It'd be a world without the Holy Spirit. That, that, that would bring about a tribulation. Holy Spirit is no longer here, amen, hallelujah. That, that would bring about a tribulation, hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we see the significance of our being. Our body is a temple. I know the world uses that, amen, but they don't have the spirit of Christ inside them. <laughs> so they can use the term, amen, hallelujah, but it doesn't refer to Christ. Hallelujah. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. That should help our self-esteem. Hallelujah. That should help us when people talk bad about us. Hallelujah. That should, that should help us when we're having a tough day, that the Spirit of God lives inside of us, whether we feel him all the time or not. He's there. And we know it by faith. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. We're going to look at an instance where Solomon dedicates the temple, amen, the first temple, amen, hallelujah. Now we're jumping back into the Old Testament, the first temple, amen, which was a picture of what we would become. 
which would be, uh, hallelujah, it's a picture of what first Jesus was, hallelujah, glory to God, and then we would become, hallelujah, glory to God, thank you, Jesus. Solomon built it, amen, hallelujah, Solomon being the son of David, Solomon being the wisest man there ever was except for Christ, hallelujah, hallelujah. God allowed Solomon, the son of David, to build the temple, amen, and there came a point where he dedicated the temple unto the Lord, amen. Let's take a look at that. Next slide, please. We're coming out of 2 Chronicles 7 and 1. I'm reading from the Amplified Version. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And it reads, when Solomon had finished praying, hallelujah, so he prayed a prayer dedication and thanksgiving unto God. Amen. Hallelujah. After the temple was built, hallelujah, it says, fire came down from heaven. And consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices, amen. He had offered, amen, hallelujah, uh, animal sacrifices. So anytime we see an animal sacrifice in the Old Testament, amen, it represents, amen, when Jesus would ultimately be sacrificed for our sins. Hallelujah. So it's pointing forward to what Christ would, did, would do. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So the fire came down from heaven, hallelujah, as it would upon Jesus at the cross, Hallelujah. And consume the burnt offering and sacrifices. Hallelujah. Jesus is the only sacrifice that was not consumed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And the Shekinah glory or the Shekinah glory and brilliance of the Lord filled the house. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide, please. Let's just take a look real quick at these definitions. Shekinah, amen. Some of you have heard of Shekinah or Shekinah before, amen. I used to go to a Shekinah conference, but Shekinah means he caused to dwell, amen, hallelujah. So a God caused his manifestation to dwell in the temple, signifying that it was a divine visitation of the presence or dwelling of the Lord God on this earth, amen. It is the visible manifestation of God's presence, amen. It uh, hallelujah, his, his, his glory, or Shekinah, hallelujah, was a visible manifestation of his presence showed up in the temple. Hallelujah, glory to God, like a cloud, hallelujah. When, when Jesus comes back to get us, amen, he's riding on that Shekinah glory, amen, that cloud, hallelujah, to come back and get his church, hallelujah, Glory to God. So here we see an instance of it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And the word glory, amen, many of us have heard before. It's the Greek, Hebrew word, excuse me. Now we're in the uh, Old Testament, amen, kabod. Hallelujah. It means weighty splendor, magnificent, magnificence, hallelujah, of God's presence. It bright, light, hallelujah, presence of the Lord. Weighty, hallelujah, heavy that God was in the building. Amen. Let's see what's happened as a result of God's presence. Uh, glory his presence in the temple amen next slide please the priest could not enter the house of the lord because the glory and brilliance of the lord had filled the lord's house can you imagine hallelujah glory to god that the priest or the representative of god could not enter the temple because god's presence was so weighty so heavy so brilliant so magnificent hallelujah in the building they could not get in in the same way as the temple of the Holy Ghost, when we allow the Holy Spirit to rule and, and abide in us, hallelujah, greatly, hallelujah, glory to God, no unclean thing can come in. But we got to know who we are and whose we are and what we are. 
before we are operating on this level. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Hallelujah. When all the people of Israel saw how the fire came down and saw the glory and the brilliance of the Lord upon the house, they bowed down on the stone pavement. Pavement, hallelujah, representing the law, stone, hallelujah, with their faces to the ground, and they worshiped and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his mercy and his loving kindness endure forever. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Saints, I've been chasing this all my life, hallelujah, all my saved life, hallelujah. The presence of the Lord so thick in the room that everybody, hallelujah, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The difference with the uh, New Testament, amen, now that we're the temple of the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, and we're no longer looking to Jerusalem, hallelujah, for a physical temple to point ourselves to and worship, hallelujah, glory to God. The ability for God to manifest himself like this, hallelujah, in our churches, amen, is up to us, and are we, are we allowing him to have his way in us and through us? Hallelujah. Glory to God. A lot of times, amen, we steal the glory from God, amen, with our antics. Because we didn't get what we needed when we were children. So I'm going to get the attention in church. But the glory of the Lord, if we would allow him to have his way in us and through us as the temple of the Holy Spirit, amen, glory to God. The glory, the brilliance, the holiness, the, the, the awesome presence of God would be so great, amen. It would start to heal us of all that we are missing, hallelujah, from our youth, from our childhood, amen. All that attention, amen, you want, hallelujah, would pale in comparison to the presence of the Lord, amen. Glory to God, and we would find our healing, amen, our completeness, amen. We're trying to find in other human beings would be in our very presence, hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Next slide, please. Saints, this temple that the Israelites, the, the Hebrews, worshipped at was eventually destroyed. This physical building was destroyed. Amen. Hallelujah. It was destroyed more than once. Amen. But we're going to look at it when, it when Solomon's temple was destroyed. Amen. Next slide, please. We're coming out of Ezra 5 and 12. Ezra was a priest, amen, that uh, served the people of Israel after they returned from Babylon. Amen. Uh, Zerubbabel came first, Zerubbabel being an uh, uh, ancestor of Jesus. Hallelujah. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, you, you can correct me, about 100 years before Ezra. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And then Ezra came, amen. So they came in different waves from Babylon, all right, uh, at that time it was Assyria, uh, uh, actually, hallelujah, they had been, Babylon had been conquer conquered while they had Israel as their captives, amen, hallelujah, and he came back, hallelujah, during the Assyrian reign, hallelujah, and this is what Ezra had to say to the people, he says, but after that our fathers had provoked God, the God of heaven, unto wrath. Hallelujah. And the kind of the theme of the Old Testament, amen, in the books of history, amen, and the prophets, amen, is Israel following God, doing well. Israel gets full of itself, amen. Hallelujah. The Israelites get full of themselves. And this is not any kind of anti-Semitic talk here, amen. I know that's in the news now and lots going on, amen. Hallelujah. This is just me speaking what's happening in the Bible, amen. Hallelujah. 
So the Israelites, amen, were having a tough time following God, distracted, hallelujah. Some of them were going through some of that sexual immorality, amen, that I spoke about earlier, hallelujah. Them falling off, amen, God bringing punishment upon them because at that time they were under the law, amen. Do right, get right. Do bad, get bad, amen. That's the covenant they were underneath, hallelujah. They got bad, hallelujah. He allowed, hallelujah, uh, as, it, as I'm about to read here, uh, Babylon to come in there and to take them captive away from their land, amen, hallelujah, and to destroy the temple. But let me read again from the top. But after that, our fathers had provoked God, the God of heaven, unto wrath. He gave them into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, the Chaldean, who destroyed this house and carried the people away into Babylon. Hallelujah. When they had taken their eyes off of God and got full of themselves, and we don't need God anymore. We're good. We'll make allegiances with other countries. Amen. Hallelujah. We will leave our wives and divorce our wives. Amen. And marry other women and all these other things. Hallelujah. And this is not about race or anything like that. Hallelujah. It had to do with being drawn away from God. Hallelujah. These marriages draw, drew these men away from God. Amen. And their focus was on the gods of the women that they married. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In addition to leaving the wife of your youth. Amen. Which was looked down upon, obviously. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But the first temple was destroyed. Hallelujah. God, hallelujah, was not pleased with the people. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide, please. There was eventually, hallelujah, uh, with this group that returned to, uh, to the land of Judah, the land of Palestine, they did rebuild the temple, amen. It, was, it paled in comparison to Solomon's temple. And eventually that temple was uh, succeeded by a grander temple built by Herod. So during the time of Jesus, there was a grand temple once again, amen. It was built by Herod the Great, hallelujah, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And during this instance, amen, we see that Jesus cleanses the temple, Hallelujah. We're talking about we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Glory to God. Hang with me there. Hallelujah. So Jesus cleanses the temple. Let's take a look at it. Matthew 21. Hallelujah. Next slide here. Matthew 21 and 12. I'm reading from the King James Version. Amen. And this is coming towards the end of Jesus's earthly ministry. He says, and Jesus went into the temple of God and cast out all them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves. So these folks were getting involved in um, immoral activities of selling because they were selling things that uh, at, a, at a price that was higher than it really should have been. Amen. And it wasn't about a place of prayer. Amen. It was about a place of making money. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Hallelujah. Verse 13 says, and he said unto them, it is written, my house shall be called the house of prayer, but you have made it into a den of thieves. Next slide, please. Verse 14, hallelujah. But here's a good thing. And the blind and the lame came to him in the temple and he healed them. He first cleansed the temple, kind of like how he saved us. He cleansed us, hallelujah, glory to God. And it made way, amen, as we became the temple of the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, to be healed, hallelujah, glory to God. Saints, you have a right as the dwelling place of the Holy Spirit to walk in divine healing, 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. It is not something we are begging God for. Amen. Or trying to twist God's hand to heal us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It is a blood bought right that is ours. We all are going to go th through things and suffer things in this fallen world. Hallelujah. But no, as it's symbolically, hallelujah, and, and when Jesus did it, he did it in reality, but it also was symbolic of what he was doing, amen, hallelujah. He's saying to us, amen, that healing is in the temple. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So if we take it to the next level, it's not like, Lord, please heal my body. My body's hurting. It's temple of the Holy Ghost. I command you to be repaired. I command you, hallelujah, to be healed. Hallelujah, I command every unclean in thing in this body to go in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, glory to God. Every corruptive thing leave this temple in Jesus' name, for it is the home of the Holy Spirit. Somebody say hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Let's think about this. Do I need to ask God to heal his temple, amen, when he lives inside me? His spirit should be in a temple that is repaired, that works properly. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He will not cross our will. Or our level of understanding, amen, hallelujah. Now we're not, we, you know, our understanding should be enlightened now if you receive what I'm saying to you, amen, glory to God. That it is our right as he healed these people inside the temple and we now being the temple, amen, for the temple to be healed, to be repaired. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I hope you get that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You're just not anybody. You're somebody. Hallelujah. The Spirit of God lives inside you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. People may just see you as just somebody. Hallelujah. Maybe somebody that's not even an important name, man. Glory to God. But you are somebody in Jesus Christ. So much so that, hallelujah, he had his spirit take uh, uh, habitation inside your body. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's take it to a next level. Next slide, please. What is the result of being the temple of the Holy Spirit? What's the result? Amen. I'm the temple of the Holy Spirit. You're saying all this, Brother Pastor. Amen. What, is it, what does it really mean? Hallelujah. Let's take a look at it. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Hallelujah. We're coming out of 2 Corinthians 5, 17, the amplified version. Amen. Glory to God. And then I'm going to leave it here. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This is Paul talking to the church at Corinth. Amen. In the second book of Corinthians. And he says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ. That is grafted in. That would be us, the Gentiles, the non-Hebrews. Hallelujah. Joined to him by faith. Hallelujah. We're saved by faith through grace. Hallelujah. In him as Savior. He is a new creature. Reborn and renewed 
by the Holy Spirit. We have been reborn or born from above. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit takes residence in us. Hallelujah. That's how we're saved. He takes residence in us. We're reborn from above and renewed or made brand new by the Holy Spirit. The old things, the previous moral and spiritual condition, the state of sin that we were in, amen, hallelujah, has passed away, hallelujah. Behold, the new things have come because spiritual awakening brings new life, hallelujah, or eternal life to us, hallelujah. Listen, these bodies eventually will, hallelujah, decay and go away, hallelujah, Glory to God. But in the meantime, hallelujah, we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. We are where the Spirit of God dwells. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Just like the old temple, amen, was destroyed. Amen. Eventually, these temples will decay. Amen. Glory to God. But he's going to give us a new body. Hallelujah. Glory to God. A celestial body, an eternal body. Hallelujah. When we come back to rule and reign with him. Amen. Glory to God. In that thousand year reign. Hallelujah. With Jesus Christ. And after ultimately the devil and death and hell and hallelujah, all those who chose to reject Christ, to throw it to the lake of fire, we're going to live forever with Jesus you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Somebody say amen. We're going to end it right there. Hallelujah. Friends, if you are impacted by this message about Jesus Christ and want to receive his love and forgiveness, say these words with me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Please forgive me of all sins, transgressions, and iniquities. I believe you died to pay the penalty for all my sins, past, present, and future. I believe you rose from the dead as the evidence that Father God accepted your sacrifice for my sins. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, if you said that prayer sincerely, you are saved and one day going to heaven. So God bless you, God loves you, and go on with the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.